Welcome back to the show. It's week 15 of the Ravens Roundtable. And what started off as a casual conversation has turned into something I think is, is fairly great. Uh, it's it's uh, anticipated by a bunch of people, uh, just like a regular old sitcom. So Monday at 9 o'clock, you know, if the Ravens not playing, you know where to be. And uh, we're going to start our roundtable off by bringing in our guest. First, we'll start off with Chris. What's up, Chris? What's going on, Coach? Thanks for having me, man. Hope you guys are having a good night and Thanks for everybody joining us in the chat, too. A lot, lot better than Saturday. A lot better than Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got Hendo. What's going on? Is it? It's pretty, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you, already, you already know what time we on. It's, it's, it's Disappointment Monday. So And and next we got B, Jose. Listen, what's hey, what's going on, chat? What's going on, everybody? Listen, Hendo, listen. The Ravens lost his undefeated, his undefeated team in our dynasty league lost. He didn't he, lose yet. I've lost. It's not over yet. It, it, it is. It's done. Nah, man. You got to experience every single point. This, this is I where miracles happen. This is where miracles no, no, happen. No, not, not today. Yeah, not, <laughs> not today. Not. You already tapping out. <laughs> hey, he, needed, he needed 12 points. I think he has three players left and needed 12 points for the day. Only, only has two. All right. It's not over yet. So, and lastly, uh, Mikey, OTR Mike, who may or may not be in shortly, but we just want to make sure if he does not show up, send salute out to him. Uh, recently came back from a nice little vacation, so interesting to get him on here when he get a chance and hear his thoughts about what transpired Saturday. All right, intros out of the way. Let's start, you know, our weekly recap. We'll start with the quarterback play, and I don't know why that's not a banner, but let's go. QB play, we'll start with you, Chris. Um, I, I give QB play a, a D. Uh, I thought Huntley just – he looked terrible. You know, he was just – it looked like he was, everything was just sped up in his head. And he was – like he was rushing through his progressions, was ready to just bail out of the pocket instead of stepping up into it. And it was just – it was bad. He was missing guys wide open. Um it was, it was just terrible. And I, I just I wonder if those were residual effects of the concussion that he had and maybe playing scared and having himself not wanting to take a, another hit. So I don't know if that has something to do with him just speeding up his process because he just he looked rushed all the whole game. He just looked like he was rushed. And it wasn't because of the pressure because the O-line did fine. He was just getting himself into trouble by rushing in and just bailing out of the pocket. Uh-huh. Endo? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give him an F. Um, he threw an interception. I don't know why this team is throwing the ball 20, 30 times. Uh, for me, we already know. It's, it's read one, read two, go. Mm-hmm. It was a couple of times when, like Chris said, they had a clean pocket. He was standing there, no pressure, and somehow he still took a hit. Like, he needs to learn how to throw the ball away. Um, his decision-making is awful. He can't throw the ball further than 20 yards down the field. That's why I think a lot of the hits and a lot of the sacks come in because he's gunshot. He knows he's not a deep ball passer. Um, for all the people that said that Tyler Huntley was up there with Lamar, well, he was better than Lamar. <laughs> I need some of whatever you smoking because this dude, he just can't get it done, and especially against a team like the Cleveland Browns. But I put more of this blame on something we're going to talk about later. Uh-huh. Rodney? 
Yeah, I mean, he gets an F, but, you know, it's not really Tyler's fault. He's not a good quarterback, and they put him in a position to fail. Uh, you shouldn't be, like Hannah said, you shouldn't be throwing the ball 30 times with Tyler Huntley. Uh, but that said, you know, his average was 4.8 yards per pass. If you add his QBR and QB rating together, it's still under 70. So, I mean, there's not really a whole lot of good there. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, it's it's going to be an F. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, F, F. And it's not just the passing, right? I mean, we know what's going on with the play calling. It's, it's terrible. And, you know, you got you got our, our, our best pass catcher dropping passes. So, you know, it's not totally on him in, in that category. But he didn't run well either, right? right. And – you know, the one I think that one sack that they called a sack. I mean, that's just him just running out the pocket and not throwing the ball away, just mm-hmm. taking the sack. Right. He had another play similar to that earlier in the, in the game where, I mean, he scrambles and he just runs for negative three yards. Right. Out the pocket, like throw the ball away. He just runs out of bounds. So, no, I mean, just no situational awareness wasn't accurate. I mean, the interception that was thrown, I mean, the, the, the uh, who was the corner? I mean, he ran the route for for uh, uh, Sean Jack, right? Like you didn't see that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just it's too much stuff there. I mean, the the bar set low, but he they still couldn't couldn't reach that. That's a that's a definite F for him. Yeah, and he's an F for me too, just because he didn't look like he prepared to play football um, Saturday. He his only good thing was handing the ball off to J.K. That's the only thing he did consistently. Handed off J.K. and Gus, and that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, F for them. Before we move on to running backs, I want to hit this uh, super chat. Uh, Marco G says, our expensive fancy bread wasn't there Saturday. All we had was leftover mold-covered turkey sandwiches from last Christmas. <laughs> and why is Snoop's taking hits? He, well, he, I will say in his defense, he didn't take as many as he did the week before. The week before, he was like he was trying to run over people, and this time he did – bring out his ugly slide and tried to get out of bounds, you know, for the most part. He just wouldn't throw the ball away for some strange reason. For me, it was stupid, but it's yeah. it's F is what what he gets. Uh let's move on to running backs. Running back play. All right. We'll start with you, um, Jose. I give them a B plus. A B plus. A strong B plus. It should be an A plus, but I mean they didn't finish with any touchdowns, right? Uh, and again, that is that's 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 by another group that we're gonna talk about later on. Um, but they ran great, man. J.K. Dobbins looked great. It, you know, he just, obviously he's not one hundred percent. That's the only mm-hmm. thing, right? Uh, he just doesn't have that burst. But man, Gus Edwards in that role, falling you know up behind J.K. Dobbins, is a great one to punch. Um, and the O-line opened up holes for him. Everything looked perfect until we got to the red zone, and then it's just, I don't know. <laughs> but excellent. It's a strong B+. plus. It's a strong B+, plus for them. B? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's an A- minus for me, but for the same reason that, you know, yeah, you had the 180 yards, I believe, between them, but you just like to see them get the ball into the end zone. Uh, you know, J.K. obviously still not 100% coming back from the injury. Uh Gus is just kind of, you know, like you said, the, the number two guy in that tandem. But you'd like to see them, you know, with that that amount of yardage get the, get into the end zone. But, you know, they did have very, very limited carries. So, I mean, it is a, it's an A-. minus. Hendo? I'm going to give him an A. Um, 
same reason they said uh, the average is insane. What we average, 8.6 yards as a team. Yeah. Um, it would have been an A-plus, but, you know, everybody's been clamoring for their 300-pound fullback to get the carries. And then that one carry that we needed for that one yard, he couldn't get it. That'd be me on that one. I, t- I definitely said it. I know you probably talking about me this time, but I definitely right. And I talk about you, Coach, but just you know, everybody's like, "Oh, on these short yardage runs, we need to get uh, Pat Ricard in there to do his thing. He's three hundred pounds; he can't be stopped." Well, if you look at my background, that linebacker pushed him back by himself. Number fifty-four. Fifty-four. <laughs> Jeez, man. Chris. Yeah, I give them a. Um, I thought they ran well when they had the opportunity. Um, unfortunately, they didn't have as as much opportunity as I would have liked as probably would have helped the team, but uh, they don't control that, unfortunately. But uh, I, I thought they ran very well. Uh, J.K. and, and uh, Gus, I, I thought they did that thing on Saturday. Um, as far as me with the running backs, I give them an A- minus, uh, simply because of the uh, not getting in the end zone and then that one play to record that um, I thought was a good call and I thought was a good play call, but it just didn't work out. Um, and a lot of people was like, well, you should have just took the points. I mean, we would have got three then, but we feel like that would have put us at six. Right. So what would it have mattered? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Looking back on it. Um, it's tough, man. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Let's, let's move on to some of these other cats before we get into the thick of it. Where, where do I want to go from here? Matter of fact, since let's stay with a little positivity, a little bit of positivity. We'll go with the O-line play. I give him. I give him an A. I give. I get. I. I went back and watched it. I. I went back. You know, got got a little bit of of, of coaching me and said, "I'm gonna go back and, and watch this tape, man, because I didn't find anything wrong that they did. Uh, clean pocket for the quarterback. You know, I don't think they gave up a sack or any any real pressure to be honest in, in the past game. We got three sacks, but that's from probably from him running. That that was from him running out the pocket from what right. I can see. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um they, they might have did it happen in the fourth quarter? I didn't watch all the fourth quarter. They, they might happen in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure. Um, okay, I think we had like two in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Is that okay? Yeah, it was yeah. In, that was in the fourth quarter. Two yeah, in the fourth okay. Quarter. Okay. Uh for most part I thought they, they played pretty clean in and of course in the run game man they're opening up every gap man every, every hole I mean JK, all the all the juice that he was making is just because he couldn't make up his mind which hole to hit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I I thought they they had an excellent day. I, I give him A all around. B. Yeah, I mean, I would I would agree. Um, I thought this was a, a great game for the all lines. Finally, you know what we keep saying every every week: you want to see them do well in the in the pass game and the run game, and I think they they did. Um, unfortunately, you know, the past game still couldn't get going, but that's not on them. Right. Uh, so that's, that's an A and obviously they, they were, they were fantastic in the, in the run game. Hendo. Yeah. I mean, I give them an A they did their thing in the run game. They were supposed to, it's one of the worst run defenses since 2000. Um, pass blocking was solid. Um, I know Jadavion Clowney went out and Miles Garrett is still hurt from the car accident, but they did what they were supposed to do and Hey, can't take anything away from them. Hendo hates giving out positivity. No, they did. Listen, they did. They, they did their thing. They get an A. Mad at that. Yeah, I'm. I'm with everybody. I give them an A. Um, I thought this was one of Moses' best games of the, of the season. Uh, he looked young and spry out there. He was pulling. He was moving dudes out, out the gaps. 
he was doing his thing. So um, I, I thought they looked really good. Like just the whole O line looked really well there, and they played as one cohesive unit. And it looked like this was their best performance as a whole. Like there was no weak link on that offensive line on Saturday. What up, should? Uh, for me, the O line gets um they get an A. Get a one, one person in particular stood out to me in, in various ways, and that was Morgan Moses. On those pulls, he looked awesome, especially when he pulled around and there was like a DB there. He tried to <laughs> suplex them. I know he tried to get Newsom a couple times. Now, on his pass pro, especially when it was up against Miles, that looked bad, but that's just him. As a whole, for the most part, the, the O-line did fairly well in pass pro, so I, that's why I give him an A. Because um, pass pro was decent, and like somebody said a minute ago, uh, because the pass game sucked, that was not their fault. But um, you know, and they obviously gonna always be better at the run than they are pass because that's just what we, what we um, how we develop the guys. I don't know, what, yeah. like if that's pass blocking is secondary because we want to run the ball anyway. So, but again, I don't know why you don't go off the trend since you like to run so much. But okay, <laughs> next up, next up. These fellas right here, and uh, we're going to start putting them on milk cartons with with Andy Isabella, <laughs> wide receiver and tight end play. We'll start with you, Hendo. Ooh. Um, for me, uh, I'm gonna get these dudes the at sign. Um, the at sign. <laughs> at sign. They don't deserve a grade. I mean, listen, <laughs> this is this is what we've been we've been clamoring for. Hey, everybody's like, let's give these guys a chance. Um, you spoke about it, and Jose spoke about this at length. You wanted to give Prochet his shot, give him his chance. The limited opportunities that he gets, he doesn't catch the ball. And he's supposedly known for catching the ball. Mm-hmm. What we need him the most, he doesn't show up. Devin Duvernay, y'all savior, you hope y'all number, y'all new number one. Where's he been? If it's not a jet sweep or a trick play, he can't get involved. He's even losing his touch when it comes to the return game. I mean, yep. the first the first play of the game for us, he fumbles the ball, has to go backwards, and that just started yep. the trend. Um, uh, Deshaun Jackson, three targets, no catches, uh, and I give I give Likely credit. He caught his two balls, he got two first downs. I give him all the credit. But your man, number one tight end of all time, Mark Andrews, where has he been? What has he done? He let that dude take his lunch. He catched the ball and just stand there. And the guy was like, "Give me this." Oops. So yeah, they don't even. They, I mean, th- th- this is this is putrid, and I think it took it finally took for this one game, for the rest of the world to catch up to us, and see, and finally admit, yeah, we ain't got it because they talking about bringing back Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I, I saw that today. People, man, come on. That means we're desperate. That means we're desperate. Think about how thirsty you got to be to say, Sammy Watkins available? I think right. I cut. I think I cut. Yeah. And then I saw somebody put a picture of him and, and uh, D-Rob in Chief jersey. Thomas I'm reunited again, and it feels so good. Oh, I'm sorry, Coach. I forgot about your man, D-Rob. Six catches for 29 yards and two fumbles. The two first fumbles. fumble, The first fumble he caused himself. He need the ball out of his hand. How That's because he's carrying like a loaf of bread. How inept do you have to be? Then when we needed it most, he gets the first down. He's going to the ground and fumbles. Like, this is what what y'all wanted. This is exactly what y'all wanted as wide receivers. And y'all think, and listen, you can drink that purple Kool-Aid and smoke that purple Kush, but you think going into the the playoffs, this wide receiving core, 
is going to do something and keep up with the rest of these teams, man, y'all must be dreaming. Well, I mean, you, 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 to be fair, Demarcus Robinson is an upgrade on what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted just Crochet and Duvernay in them, right? <laughs> and Thailand. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, B. I, I was going to call you next anyway. I mean, I, they, they get an F, obviously. I mean, listen, if you, like Hendo alluded to, if you read it as six carries for 29 yards, it's not that bad. Uh, but it's, <laughs> but it wasn't that. Again, you know, these are all, every play, it's just Tyler tossing the ball to somebody standing next to him and saying, go do something. And they can't do anything. We know that they can't do anything. But he, like you said, he had two, two fumbles, lost one of them. Uh, Mark Andrews is basically missing in action. I know he led the, the team in, in yards, but it was 31. Uh, so nobody out there can make an impact. Um, most of them can't do their job to an adequate you know, level, to, to an expected NFL starter level. So, I mean, until further notice, it's probably going to be an F for this group. Go ahead, uh, Chris. Yeah, it's an F. Um, they suck. You know, like, you can't they can't get open. When they do get open, quarterback doesn't see them. And when you do have the ball, like Hendo said, you fumble it. You put it on the ground. And it's like this this offense cannot, you know, they, they can't handle stuff like that. They can't handle those turnovers. And they're kind of like putting a nail in the coffin once you do that. If you do that on the Chiefs, they, they could make that up on offense, but not the Ravens. The Ravens cannot make up those huge, huge mistakes like that. And, you know, I don't I don't see how you could come in with a group like this in the playoffs and make some legitimate noise or put fear into other teams when you have Mark Andrews playing, you know, like he like he's Eric Tomlinson or something like that. Like it just it can't work. He has to be the and Mark Andrews at the beginning of the season. Eric Thompson got in the end zone this week. Hey. <laughs> so, he he was real happy about it, but he got there. <laughs> I think it'd have been a while, but you through, Chris? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Jose? Yeah, F. So the um they, they said the last time a wide receiver scored a touchdown was back in September. Week eight was a score touchdown. Or, or receiving, week, or receiving week touchdown. Was, week three was, was a receiving touchdown. Receiving touchdown. Um, week three was last receiving touchdown by a wide receiver. That was three months ago. That is, I mean, <laughs> you know, look, you see, you, got, you see what I'm wearing. I'm trolling a little bit. Channel three, baby. Okay. Where is your tra- channel three hoodie? Haters. Okay. I was called a pro. I was called a hater. Okay. He just needs an opportunity, right? I know. <laughs> look, <laughs> listen, listen, look. I I am not a Proche hater. I I said I hope he I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he goes out there and gets a thousand yards. But every time I see this man on the field, he is he is making a negative play. Mm. And on that fourth down, and I see that receiver not hold on to that ball, I was like, oh no, that ain't channel three, is it? It is channel it three. It is. It is channel three. Look, man. Look, we we just don't have the we don't have the talent here. That's obvious. And you know, yes, we we we're a run heavy team, and you could say there's not a lot of opportunities for these these wide receivers. But that that drives home the the point even more that we need better talent out there because the 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 little bit of opportunities that they do have, they need to make the most of it. And mm-hmm. to everybody's point here, you know, D Rob had two fumbles. 
I mean, one could have been disastrous if it didn't go out of bounds, right? The other one, he just put it on the ground, just not securing the ball, just just put it on the ground, and that was a first down catch. This is where we needed to get get a little momentum and drive down the field and get some more points, and just nah, not going to handle the ball. So, I mean, this I don't see any hope for this wide receiver core. I don't think it's going to get any better. I don't know what's going on with Mark Andrews, man. He his body language looked like he just wasn't into it. I don't know if, if there's an injury that's that's undisclosed there or or I don't know if he's checked out mentally. I can I can understand why, but he does not look like himself at all. This whole this whole unit, all you know, wide receiver tight end, all of them awful. Yeah, my grade is an F also. And, and um because it, you know the when you know you're not gonna get a lot of opportunities, you got to make the most out of it. The the fumbles by by as Marco called it drop and I didn't get it at first. Instead of saying D Rob, D Rob, D Rob. But um, they can't. They had third opportunities. I'm not mm-hmm. saying all third of those were catchable balls, but that's the most they've had in a long time, and they did Jack S H I T with. So uh, F for me from that group, but I, and a lot of people ain't gonna agree with me. But I just been in a situation before where I I've, I've been called upon and. Like clutch time, like barely playing. Then when it's a clutch situation, I got to go in and try to be the savior. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I feel what happened to Prochet uh, this week. He only played three plays. Two of them were fourth, fourth downs where the play had to be made or it was a consequence. To if he if you're gonna play him at least on the ball, at least let him be in the rotation and get get because it was cold. So he was just sitting there with the with the hoodie on whatever and go hey go in and you got catch ball. And yeah, I know they NFL players, but they're humans too. Yes, sir. It's tough, it's tough to come in that situation, and and you ain't probably ain't been checked in all game because you know you, you when you don't play after a certain amount of time, mentally you start to your mind start to wonder. You know who it wasn't tough for, Coach? Mm-hmm. Who? Victor Cruz. He said, that? "I'm gonna make." He said, "Who? What? The front of Giants?" Yeah, he said, "I'm gonna make the most of my opportunities." Oh yeah, but Josh ain't Victor Cruz though. No. Right. But my thing is, but my thing is, I mean, I understand you can't come in cold from a game and just pop in, but you get paid to do this for a living. And if you want more catches and you want more opportunities, when the ball is thrown your way, you catch it. Especially if that's what you're known for, especially coming out of college. Because that's all we heard about Prochet. His hands, his hands, his hands. Oh, he's not fast, he's not big, but his hands. I don't, you know, look, we hyped up Prochet here. That's not on him, right? He's he's a guy trying to trying to carve out a, a spot on the team and, and you know, make his name for himself in the NFL. And, look, he, we, we know he's not Victor Cruz. We know he's not these guys. But when you have an organization that says, hey, we like our guys, right? Hey, you know, this is this is good enough. We're not going to try to get even marginally better. Mm-hmm. We put we put unrealistic uh, expectations on these on these players. So that's not on Prochet. You know, that's. That's on that's on them. I'm not even gonna blame us. That's on them. They're telling us that these guys can do it. And every week we see them not do it. You know, I, I disagree. I think what happened with Prochet, and this is gonna sound like I'm joking or whatever. I mean, he he went on a campaign, right? And he kind of endeared himself to Baltimore fans. You know, he was the the great attitude guy, the hard work guy, the first in, last out guy, I'm running up the hill guy, all this stuff, right? And Baltimore fans ate it up. And all that was designed to keep him on the team, not get him on the field. He can't play, right? Mm-hmm. So he he got more than he asked for because, listen, I don't want to hear about his opportunity, right? I picked up a guy in our in our fantasy league, Rashid Shahid, 
Now, you all know who that is. He's a wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. He's 24 years old, and he played, it's I believe, 10 more snaps on offense than James Prochet has this year, right? James Prochet has 62 receiving yards. He has 278 receiving yards for his career. Rashid Shaheed has 334 and a couple touchdowns this season because when he gets on the field and they give him an opportunity with the ball, he makes something happen. He scored touchdowns on his first two touches of his NFL career. That's right. But, you know, when James goes out there, he's he's committing penalties. Mm -hmm. He's turning the ball over. He's dropping passes, right? So it it is on James. Now, it might be a tough situation. I mean, I can't even really buy into that because how tough is it to beat out Devin Tufanay and Demarcus Robinson? (laughs) But, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. But the fact is the situation that you're in is the situation that you're in, and you got to go make plays in that situation. If you if you're that guy, I have I have two questions. What's the most popular position in the NFL? Quarterback, mm-hmm. the backup quarterback. Oh, Theoretic, yeah. Theoretically, so my yeah. question is, why in Baltimore is the most popular position the practice squad wide receiver? Because y'all forever <laughs> talking about some goddamn <laughs> practice squad wide receiver gonna come here. Shamar Bridges was not injured. Shamar Bridges just got cut, and they gave him an injury designation so they could kind of stash him, him away. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why y'all think Shamar Bridges is gonna come in here and make a difference. We always put this pressure, this undue pressure on these rookies to come in here and save this franchise. Listen, he was an undrafted rookie for a reason. Yeah. I'm, you know, and but y'all think he's going to come in here and beat out DeMarcus and, and Deshaun and just be our savior because he's 6'5". So I guess being 6'5 is the reason that this passing game is going to click now. Being 6'5 didn't help Thomas Streeter. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Guess what sessions? Where is Andy Isabella? Who knows? <laughs> we don't know. And at this point, I don't even care because he's yeah. he's. I mean, you can't get. We can't throw the ball for us. He can run. So at this point, who cares? But right. being six five does help. Like when you're a guy like Christian Watson and you have the other. But that's that's different. And Baltimore could have had him, but they 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 look for the the measurable, <laughs> you know, the, the height, the weight, the speed without the skills. <laughs> Just the height, <laughs> height and speed. <laughs> no, no, right. no, no mental fortitude. No they, 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 they never mention that during their press conferences. They never say we, we look for football players that can play. They just say no. we look for height, weight, speed. Have yeah. we ever heard them say they're looking for dogs? Never. You would never hear them say that. Because not from Harbor. No, they're not. They're not at all. I'm not gonna beg you to come here. Dog right. scared, John. Um. So, I think that wraps up the offense. And I'm going to do a little self-plug right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my More Sip the Tally channel has hit 250. Let's go. Nice. I'd appreciate everybody. You, you know, it's, a, it's in the pin comment. If you go over there and follow that channel, uh, some good football stuff over there, too. It just won't be Ravens related. Now, there is an instance where a certain quarterback may not be on a certain team a certain year next year. <laughs> and uh, if you still want to follow a certain quarterback, on not the Ravens team, but feel good, good content. And more good to tell you. Where you, where you think Snoop gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask y'all this, chat. What's better than Sip to Tally Films? More, more Sip to Tally Films. <laughs> hit that subscribe button right now. It takes two seconds. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Facts. Come right back. All right. Uh, let's move on over to the defensive side. Um, no, no, we ain't got no defense that. Yeah, we did all Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We did we, I was I was out of order on my, my little thing over here. Yeah, we kept the positivity um, together. <laughs> running yeah, yeah. back and, and, and um O line sure did. Right. 
D-line play. Guys in the middle. Start with you, Chris. Um, I, I thought they played well. Um, they were, you know, harassing uh, – uh, what's his name? Deshaun Watson uh, through the game. For the most part, they had they had Chubb in check for the most part. Uh, but then, you know, later on, I mean, they, it just looked like they were getting gassed at the end of the game because offense couldn't do anything. So they were just put in terrible positions. Um, but I, I thought the interior played well. Um, Brent Urban, I think, had a sack. Um, I thought he played well. Broderick Washington, he, he's been keeping up his level of play. And he, he's looking like one of the best uh, D linemen we have, to be honest. And, uh, you know, uh, Calais too, man. Shout out to Calais. Calais, you know, he did his thing before getting injured. Uh, but, you know, he was looking spry again. And it's like he has the fountain of youth with him because he just – it's like anytime he's left one-on-one, he's winning that. He's winning that matchup. And you constantly see him getting doubled, and he's opening things up for his teammates. And it's, you know, it was fun to watch. I'm just hoping that his knee injury isn't too isn't too bad, and will keep him out long. Hendo, um, they get a B minus for me. Uh, like Chris said, they played strong. They did theoretically what they were supposed to do against this team. Uh, Chubb has killed us for a lot more than he did yesterday. I mean, uh, on Saturday. But the play that gets me is the fourth and one. At the six-yard line, they were up six to three, and that could have kind of tipped the balance in the game. And we knew they were giving the ball to the running back, but we still couldn't stop it. Um, but for the most part, they played well in the game. I give them that. Me? Yeah, I would give them a C. Um, you know, I thought they they played pretty well. I mean, you, but not great, right? I mean, the the Browns did run for, I believe, 140 yards, low four yards of carry. You know, Nick Chubb almost hit 100 yards. So, I mean, it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't bad. So, I, let's see. Jose? Yeah, C+. Plus. Um, they look solid all the way through. They, they look, they, Clez Campbell's been having an excellent year, right? Uh, doesn't really look like he slowed down, you know, uh, with his age. Um, Robert Washington, you know, look good. They're getting pressure. Uh Unfortunately, you know, I grade the defense a little bit uh, harsher than I grade the offense because that's, you know, like you say, that's where all the groceries are. Mm -hmm. So we need them to do a little bit more, right? That's just the expectation. Um, So, yes, on fourth and one, we need you to to get that stop. Um, You know, we might, you know, you're getting pressure. Sometimes we need you to get sacks. Um, You know, we we need you to make a, a couple more plays to help keep us in the game. They weren't able to do that. It's it's a it's unfair to put that on them, but that's again, that's what that's what the the organization did. They they're they're you know, putting that expectation on them. So they didn't quite reach that level, but I mean they played well. So mm-hmm. C plus I think is is fair. Yeah, I'm I'm going to give them a B. Um like you said, Chris, I really like what what Washington's doing. Uh Calais, I think played a, a few too many snaps yesterday. Um, but that's because we were on defense a lot. Um, but I really like the the rotation. Uh, Travis is in, in there, and he's not playing as bad as he did early in the year. He's he not making a bunch of plays, but he's not being blocked into linebackers now. He's not getting pushed back to in, in the lap of uh, Queen. And and at the time, it was Uncle Bynes. Yay, mediocrity. <laughs> he ain't like he ain't even say that. <laughs> Straight face. <laughs> He's like what? <laughs> and um, but again, are they doing what they paid to do. So 
no complaints there on them. I, and I, I yeah. give them a, a B. Um, moving on to the edge guys. That'll be our outside linebacker. The much anticipated um, return of Superman himself in a number 90 jersey. Uh, everybody was clamoring for him. I think somebody said he was going to get three and a half sacks his first Disney. game. He's going to get 10 sacks, you know, for the season. And lo and behold, let me give you some hard truth here. Hold on, give you some hard, hard truth. One second. What? David Ojabo. Mm -hmm. Scroll down to defense. Okay. And he had one play. Yep. And four special teams plays, which were all punt returns. So I'm not sure how a guy that's supposed to have 10 sacks in a season, no matter when he comes back, is going to get 10 sacks unless he get one sack for his every one play. And that still ain't 10. Oh, we got three games left? Yep. So sorry, sorry, people. Ojabo is not Wolverine, even though he played for the Wolverines. Now moving on to the rest of the the rest of the outside linebackers, Jose. D man, I I just didn't see them do anything out there, right? Like they, I mean, Justin Houston had a, I, he had a nice sack until they called a, a face mask on it. Um, I know Owe had half a sack. He split with Patrick Queen. You know, you know <laughs> I, I'll give him props for that. But I mean, man, it, look. <clears throat> Credit to the Browns. They had a lot of quick plays. They got the ball out of Deshaun Watson's hands uh, fairly quickly. But again, you got <laughs> you got to do something. You weren't helping in the run game. You're not, you know, you're not getting any any pressure. You're not you're not getting close to Deshaun Watson, man. Like I can't I can't I can't give you anything better than a D. B. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the D minus uh, for the same reasons that, that Jose mentioned. It's just not you know, look, like, uh, like like I said earlier, <clears throat> you're not a defense that can go out there and just hold a team to, to 13 points and just be like, hey, we did our job, because that's not the way the team is built. The team is built for you to win the game, and you have to make plays to do that. You have to turn the ball over. Sometimes you have to score points, especially when you know Lamar Jackson isn't in there, right? You can't expect Tyler Huntley – to go out there and do what Lamar Jackson does with that offense. You know, and that's why the, the points have dropped from 25 a game down to nine, right? So, I mean, it's it's time for that defense to step up the way the Ravens defenses used to step up, which was just, hey, don't turn the ball over and we'll go out and we're going to score and we'll win the game for you. Just don't give them any extra points, right? That's what they used to. That's what they used to say to the likes of Kyle Bowler and, and Chris Redman and them, right? Well, if that's the kind of defense that you want to have, then that's how they have to play, and they're not playing like that. And you know, Trent so, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. They said that Trent Dilfer too. Ah, yes, Trent Dilfer. I don't yeah. know what they're talking about, him, but yeah. So you know that that's that's the standard that the Ravens organization is saying that they want to hold this defense to. So it's a D minus for them. Yeah. Kaji did say the, that Huntley was commanding the offense. <laughs> Two plays he, in. I didn't. I didn't hear him say anything this week, though. Yeah, yeah. He ain't he saying anything. Been, I, ain't, I ain't seen him. He must have been busy. I ain't he, seen him in a while. Maybe his, his, his internet messed up or something. Yeah. 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 I, I know he was clamoring to, to come on, come on the vault to to say something. He, I know, you know, he was asking yeah. for that, but I don't know if that happened. It happened. Mm. But anyway, okay. Okay. Uh, I kind of lost where I was. Who next? Um, I know I'm next. Go ahead. Um, I I mean I thought they played all right. Nothing nothing spectacular, but 
you know, it's not like, you know, they were getting trampled in the run game. Um, what's his name? Uh, Desha- I keep forgetting his name. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't played um, in a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, Watson, he was he was doing a good job of getting the ball out quickly, not really holding on to it the way he, you know, he normally does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was a factor in it as far as uh, the, the, the linebackers not really getting that much pressure on him. Uh, but, you know, I, I felt like they, you know, they, they had a, a, an OK game, nothing spectacular, but I, I don't really think they did anything bad to, uh, per se. I give him a C, and, and that C is mainly on the play of Bowser. Bowser is still the only guy that can can positively rush the passer, then drop in coverage and do stuff. We still have guys dropping in coverage that are not coverage guys, just to say we're doing it. Bowser is the only guy that needs that job at the moment. He's the only guy that can can rush the edge one play, then line up in the same position and rush the pass. I mean, dropping coverage and then rush the pass. That's what I meant. So I give him a C just off his play because he's he's been playing lights out since he came back. But as a whole, like you said, we need to get those facts. We need to get those sacks. We need to get those turnovers. We need to get the ball out. We need we need turnovers because our offense need more opportunities than the other team's offense to at least get to thirteen points, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So I'm gonna give them after consideration because I was gonna give them something better, different. But Jose and Bryant kind of convinced me. Lower down, dumb it down a little bit. Uh, they get a D. You know, somebody said that uh, you know, they did their job, they didn't do anything to hurt. They actually did because on that third down play from uh Justin Houston, that penalty gave him a first down and they actually drove down and scored. So yeah, yeah but he ducked his head down. Like yeah. that's that's hard like to do. Yeah. Like in the moment, he that's, ducked that's his head a, down. Hey, Chris, that's an effort penalty. No, Chris, I Chris, I I would normally get that to you, but Justin Houston is known for Penalty, penalty, penaltying himself, himself out of sacks. He did it like six times last year. He mm. get a sack and he'll do something stupid, taken away. So, I mean, I get that, but you know, they, they, this is where our money is. This is supposed to be the strongest, one of the strongest groups of our team. And listen, thirteen points under normal circumstances, you applaud that and you give them credit for. It, but the way that this team is constituted and built, it's not going to work, as we see. <laughs> we see it. Somebody else don't. I mean, you know, I mean. Me, me and Jose, I get you guys. Yeah, first. yeah, we got okay. D, just, D just making me. Sure. Just yeah. making sure I, I ain't missed nobody because I lost my train of thought a minute ago. I, mean, I um, might be uh, tempted to bump the grade up to a C just based off of Tyus going on IG with the fire grade Roman. But I don't know. If we're, <laughs> I, don't know if we're, we, I was going to get to that when we got the coaching. Off the, <laughs> off the field stuff there. You know. Thanks. And you know what? Honestly, since you, since you added that, let's talk about it. And because you had that, I'm gonna think I'm gonna bump it up to an A minus. <laughs> because so Tyus's play on the field and Tyus's subliminal messages off the field. Yeah. So no, that, no, coach, it gets downgraded. He deleted it. You stand. You can't. You can't keep it. You, he, uh, he, like, you he can delete it. That's fine. No, we all he, seen it. We all seen it. We all got it. Be a man and stand by what you say. Man, he didn't. Listen. That, he didn't right do that. No, you didn't hear the story behind that. Somebody infiltrated the facility and left all these notes that said five great Roman. He was just he was just getting, you know, collecting some, which some is, evidence. This is why you shouldn't delete He's reporting. Right. Yeah. If it's evidence, yeah. like it's illegal. You can't delete evidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, how y'all feel about it? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was hilarious. But I will say to whoever's doing that, trust me, there are cameras 
wherever you're at. <laughs> and if you're anywhere close to that facility, there are cameras. So let, let me ask you this, Coach. <laughs> let me care. Have you heard any reports of anybody being arrested? Anybody hmm. being identified? Hmm. That's because that's because it was one of the plays. Bingo. It was just an inside job. Ocean, Ocean's thirteen. I heard. I, I heard. The, I heard the perpetrator was wearing a Channel Three hoodie. <laughs> and you know what? I'm blaming. If it is him, I'm blaming one bit, one bit at all. But you know, it was somebody on the defense. Yeah, it's they say Lamar being petty. I don't think he was there. No, it was defense coach. Like this, oh, wait, this wait, team, team starting to get separated. Like it's this. Like, this was an away game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Did, they, did, did they claim to see those when they pull back up, or did they saw them when they were coming back out of the castle? Because if you didn't see them when you went in the castle, right. you know somebody from the inside the castle wrote them and put them outside there. Yeah. Because this is an away game, so we came back together, and then you got to leave in your car from the castle, whatever. So. Right. Hmm. And no, and the, the the team is not splitting apart. John just told you the team is together. Everybody's together. They're working hard. We are family. So what what happened is some people on the offense pay somebody on the defense to do that, and then they told Tyus, "You go ahead and put that on your social media. We don't want that coming back to us." Right. I think, but they, no, I think he's right. They are together. Have you heard anybody defend Greg Roman? I, I think they all in unison. They want him gone. Mm-hmm. Nobody defended him. Or right. defends him. And I think the saddest part for me is he's not coming back next year, but it's not because John Harbaugh had the balls to fire him. It's right. because his contract is expired and they're just not going to resign. Gonna him back. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> I, th- this time last season, I was 100% positive he wasn't going to be the offensive coordinator <laughs> this year. Yeah, this is true. And I, I thought Wink was safe. Right. So, yeah. He is what it is. Mm. All right, let's move to the next order of business. Uh, and these guys kind of where is it? I don't see it. Let's talk about inside linebackers. Oh, I got it right. There. Okay, let's talk about inside linebackers. Uh, Pat Queen and, and Roquan. Uh, to me, I think they took a step back this game. Um, didn't play bad, but I, I, I give them a C because you know we hadn't been seeing missed tackles and we've seen some over overran uh, plays, and so I'll give them a C for that right there. But they, this is to me, this is probably their worst game playing together as a duo. But they still did not play bad. I, like the fact that we only gave up thirteen points, we should at least be in in that game in the fourth quarter at least. But we didn't, so I, I, I'll give them a C. Uh, Jose. Yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. They, they, you know, some misplays. Um, Patrick Queen was out of position on that one touchdown. All right. Um, that's, you know, that sucked. But now, I, I love the way Roquan plays, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every week he's out there just, I mean, he's all over the place. Um, but no, nah, it was it was an off day. I don't think they were awful. But again, I, I grade them, you know, I grade them a little more harshly than, than I do the offense. I think they did everything, you know, they didn't do like too many things wrong, but you got to do more. Especially, I think, especially that unit. Mm-hmm. That unit we've invested a lot in. We we need them to be like they were last week, getting interceptions and you know, uh, turning the game for us. And they didn't do that. So actually, I, I give them, I give them a C minus. I give them a C minus. Big. Yeah, it's gonna be a D plus for these guys. Um, and again, it's you know, like you both said. Not that they made any huge mistakes, but you have to make positive plays. It's like we, we talked about with Patrick Queen 
all those weeks ago when you said, hey, he was, you know, he did the right thing on was 65 out of 69 <laughs> snaps. Mm-hmm. And we're like, but those four snaps cost him the game, right? Yeah. When he got ran over by Matt Stafford or whoever it was, I forget now. But, you know, you, you need these guys to, you know, they have to do more. They have to make a, a more bigger impact on the game, right? Cleveland shouldn't be running for 140 yards on you. Uh, Nick Chubb shouldn't be close to 100 yards. You had to shut that down. Uh, that's the kind of commitment you made to the defense. That's the kind of resources you put into the defense. And that's the kind of output you would expect. For, for uh, clarity to those listening, and be, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's saying the way the, the powers that be have set the team up, the mm-hmm. defense needs to do all these extra things that, that he's yes. mentioning. He's not mm-hmm. saying yeah. that. You don't take it out of context. He's saying because the team has put so much money, so much effort, so much emphasis on defense, they can't just go out and, and get stops. They have to, well, get you know have the team punt the ball. They got to get turnovers. Mm-hmm. They have to turn. We have to get uh, three and outs. All the we have to do the extra special things as a defense because that's the way the powers that be have set it up. That's so. Don't take the words out of context because I'm gonna take it and run with it. Like, right. And yeah, like what I'm saying is if if the trade deadline move was trading for a wide receiver instead of Roquan Smith, this would be a higher grade right now because, right. you know, you're working with less. The offense is expected to do more. It's more of a balanced team, but it's not that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't expect this offense to put up very many points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you have to expect the defense to do more unless and this is perfectly fine, unless your expectation is to just, to just lose. All right. It's the equivalent to like when you play Madden and you have your little three circles with your overall, your offense, and your defense. Your offense probably looking at like a forty-five. Mm-hmm. Defense probably like eighty-five. Yeah, that, that that's what we got on the team right now. And that 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 kind of balance don't work because it's just not balanced. But go um go ahead, Jose. Unless I, you already been already. I went. Yeah, yeah. I gave him Chris. Gave him Chris and Hendo. Um. Yeah. I mean. That the, the one play that sticks out is the, the touchdown play because Patrick Queen, he just looked like he was lost on that play. And that's inexcusable. You know, if if you're dropping in your zone, you got to make sure that you're there. You can't over-pursue that. Why are you running towards the sideline if you got Marlon right next to you who's next to the sideline? You know, be smarter than that. Stay stay in the center. You know, break down. Don't overplay. Because that's, that's, that's Patrick Queen from earlier this season mm-hmm. where we would see him try to do too much. And that was him doing too much instead of trusting his teammates and staying disciplined. And it cost them a touchdown. If so, he stayed where he is, not saying he stopped him, but he at least in position to attempt to make a tackle. He right. made himself completely out of it. Yep, and, and that, that's the part that, that just pisses me off and stays stuck in my head. Trust the other guys around you. 100% agree. Hendo? Let me give him a, let me give him a C. Um, Patrick Willis and Evolve Bowman. You know they 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 didn't they, they didn't do anything to hurt the game. Um, Roquan Smith, listen, I think it was a great acquisition, and I think he's had a positive impact on the team. But one thing that I'm mad about him at is I don't think that he's actually passed on his knowledge, his techniques to Patrick Queen on how to actually cover. Because this is this isn't the first time, and even that touchdown play, he's been out of uh, he's been out of phase all game. Like he was out of position a lot of times. Patrick Queen still can't cover. No matter how fast he is, no matter how athletic he is, he still can't cover. He's not a complete linebacker, in my opinion. Um, he's played better, but they they need to do they need to strip the ball. They need to get these turnovers, like Rodney said, being 
that they get the most money. They get the most attention. But I still see people in the chat talking about the defense did this, but the offense didn't do that. Well, what talent do we have on offense? What right. talent are we paying for on offense? We're paying for all this talent on defense, but we can't stop the run. We can't stop the pass. But yet and still, we keep pouring money in it. And I'm sure you're going to say, come offseason, we need to go get another cornerback. Because all I've been hearing all day is, uh, what's the boy from Baltimore that went down early on? Fuller. 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 Oh, Fuller was here. Things would be a lot different. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. And my thing already. Yeah, and my and another thing is, if that were the case, why do we keep drafting and bringing in all these cornerbacks? If somebody goes down, isn't the next man up? Because if it isn't, if it isn't, we need to stop bringing in all of the same position, and then start and then stop giving the defense excuses as to well they did their part, they did whatever, whatever. No, if they'd have got off the field on that fourth down, the game would have been different. If they'd have caused a turnover or stop Cleveland from going down the field on a six-minute drive, things would be different. So let's not give them praise for doing the bare minimum for their price range. Hmm. Preach. <laughs> preach, 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 preach. <laughs> so on that note, uh, as Reverend Doe, <laughs> let's go to um, DB play. Let's go to DB play. Um and that, that includes all of them, um, safeties and corners. Uh, Jose, uh, I, I'm giving I'm giving them a D plus. Uh, again, I, I don't think oh, overall the defense did not play bad, right? They're getting lower grades just because, like we, we said, like they have to do more. Um, I, I thought I thought Kyle Hamilton did really well in that game. Um, he, you know, he got a sack. Uh, he had a good, um, yeah, he had a good uh, pass breakup. Uh, I think in the second half, uh, he he looked he looked fine. Everybody else, I mean, uh, you know, Marlo, I think had another strong game, but you know, it, it's one of those things again where at the end of the game we need you guys to you know to to get the ball back for us. You know, they're not able to do it. You know, or the other team just decides we need to score on this drive. We can't deny them. They just go down the field. You know, they pick up big chunks of yards. Um, you know, and you know, they do enough to to get ahead of us. And like, we have to be, we have to impose our will, right? Mm-hmm. And the secondary was supposed to be the strongest unit. They were supposed to be the strongest unit. And I understand, um, you know, we've had injuries and everything like that. But as much as we invested on that side, um, even for backups, right, uh, through draft and whatnot. That this is no excuse for it, and they just they just look very average, you know, in my opinion. Yesterday, like, yes, overall, we're gonna get with 13 points, but we know what it is, we know what it is. Like, you have to do better. So, I mean, again, didn't play bad, but not good enough. So, I, I, you know, it's gotta be a D. Plus. Is that a D? Plus? D, plus. okay. Um, Chris. Um, yeah, I, I thought they, they played, they had a fine game. You know, I, I give them a B. Um, it wasn't shut down or anything like that, but they didn't give up any big plays like they did against uh, the Steelers. Like, there weren't any huge game-breaking plays like like the one with Pickens and then the one with Deontay Johnson. It weren't those type of plays. Um, they kept everything in front of them. Um, I, I, You know, Jose said it, but Kyle Hamilton, he played his ass off that game. I, he played a really good game. Um as far as coverage, just, you know, being around the ball, too, and 
get in a sack and just, you know, he was all over the place. He was like that Swiss army knife. And, uh, you know, he does, it's good to see him doing it. And it's kind of like the game is slowing down for him now. And he's starting to feel more comfortable and moving faster. And I just hope we continue to see this with him and, you know, he can blossom into, you know, what everybody, you know, pretty much expected him to be coming out of Notre Dame. We need that. We need him to. Yep. Need to live up to that. What number that is, Hendo? Fourteen. Fourteen. You need to live up to it, even though in Hendo's eyes, it's too late to live up to it. To it's not to too. It. It's not. So you step on the field. No, coach. See, that's when you get it wrong. It's, not, it's, it's, not it's your turn to speak to. It's my turn. Yeah. Oh. So it's not. It's not when you first step on the field, coach. But when you start calling people, when you know, and I think these younger people now, they just start throwing around that word generational. You know, they're like generational. Now they're backtracking and saying, oh, I didn't say he was generational. I said he's a generational box safety. What? That's what they're talking about now. Kyle Hamilton is a generational box safety, whatever the hell that means. You don't give up, <laughs> you don't give up the 14th pick for a generational box safety. But overall, Not um, you know, there ain't no word. Yeah. <laughs> overall, um, I give them a C. They played decent. They didn't give up any big plays. Um, we just We just need to see those turnovers. You know, we need to, on those third downs, we need to get those stops. We need to figure out what we're going to do with the slot cornerback. That's that's Cause, most cause right now, that's Kyle, and he, it's out of position for him. His, his, in my opinion, his grades would be higher if he could just play the, one of the safety spots and not have to cover slot receivers. Because when he covers slot receivers, that's when his grade go down for me. Oh, isn't yeah. that what generational talents do? Yeah, so you don't get not generational box safeties, no, no, <laughs> but that's not what you said in the beginning. We said he was a generational, generational box safeties, uh, cover tight ends and blitz, well, right? You mean, the, you yeah. mean the number one tight ends, not the number threes? Hey, I just said tight ends, you, I'm you just, I'm num- asking, numbers are numbers. Where did okay. uh, where did Michael Parsons get drafted? 11th. Because you know he was great at being a linebacker and on the edge, right? Like he just whatever they put him, whatever they put him. That's, that's right. generational, though. Hey, hey Bradley, Bradley, how many games did it take him? It was top three or five games. It was pretty quick. It was, quick. It, was, it, was, it was it was pretty much immediately. Oh, you counting the preseason games? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I mean. Once again, it's nothing. It's nothing against the kid. It's just we could have gone in a different direction to kind of help further this team. Because, like I said in another in another stream, what has this draft class done to help move the needle for us? Now they've made spot plays here and there. This recent one, or, uh, one yes, twenty twenty two. What has any what's, what has any of them done to move the needle for this team going forward? I mean, Linda Barnes has been good. But, now, uh, you know, that's my guy. That's my guy. Except for Linda Barnes. Yes. Except for Linda Barnes. Well, I mean, I mean they would have had zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Moving I, I, that needle from L to L. I have to say, we all saw that play at Florida State, Notre Dame, where he went across the field, made that interception. Where I have to, I, I guess I'm done. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Brad, 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 Brad just always like to go where it hurts. <laughs> it's not my fault you're a Florida State fan. I didn't make that choice for you. Wow. <laughs> but everybody keeps bringing up that one play. You brought it up. It was too late. 
<laughs> but that's the one that they always speak of. So I, I thought contractually, I had to bring it up as well to keep it, to keep perpetuating <laughs> that right. he's that he's a generational talent. You're right to keep the to keep the flow going. I got you. Right. B? Uh, yeah, no, it's gonna be a D. Uh, Kyle <laughs> Hamilton played really well. Okay, you know, uh, Cooper and and Peoples Jones caught eight of ten targets and had a touchdown, and that's kind of the difference, right? Um, so. Again, it's the same thing with the with the other position groups. You're not making a positive impact on the game. You know, it's it's more of a neutral. Hey, we didn't. We're not doing anything too bad. You know, we're not really hurting the team, but you're not making the positive impact, which is what this group has to do. When you have All Pro Marlowe, former All Pro Marcus Peters, you know, the big time free agent and Marcus Williams, the number fourteen overall pick and Kyle Hamilton. You have to make positive impact, positive plays uh, to, to really help the team to change the game. And they, they just don't, they're not doing that right now. This week, I mean. Can I add something? Go ahead. So, yeah, I see, I'm looking at the chat and they're like, hey, look, you know, they, you know, the team only gave up 13 points, right? Like the defense played well. But, you know, we all know all NFL teams, except the Chiefs, play conservative, conservative football, right? So, you know, they're, they're going to do just enough to win the game. And, you know, when I see stuff like this, like, you know, yes, they played well overall, but there are some drives when they needed to get down the field. They just got down the field with, with little resistance. And my thing is, what would have happened if we put up more points? What if we were able to score 21 points? Would this defense still hold their, their offense to, to 13 points or would it have given up 24 points? All right. it, it's funny you ask that because when it was Jacksonville and the offense scored, what was it, 27? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, 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 it wasn't, saying. It wasn't they scored 27, it's on the right. defense. It was, right. oh, well, in that situation, you got to score more than the 27 points you did. And it go, back to, your, it go back to your point, B. The way the team's constructed, the defense just has to do more. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I, I labeled them as the groceries and the, the offense as the, was the bologna sandwich? Charcoal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, 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 with the, the good the bread. Plate. And the good <laughs> bread hurt. So now we eat bunny bread. <laughs> we eat the heels. So I I don't know what else, but you, you finish B? I'm doing yeah. my spear. Now I, I give him a B. Uh I think two played well and I think two played average or, or bad at that. Um Marlowe, you know, he played a better game than he did. I have some jump balls that I thought that guys had a uh, were, were taller than him and that he defended. Yeah. Um, Kyle played, you know, good until uh, they found they was able to put uh, Cooper on him. Kyle probably could have had a, a probably A grade, but when they put Cooper on him, that grade went straight down. But ain't a lot of guys out there can defend Cooper. But anyway, um, Marcus Peters is getting on my. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All that whining, man. Like, like, I just, I can't. As a competitor, I don't want you on my team if you're gonna continually whine. Make the play, and if you can't make it, understandable. If you get held, you get pushed. So be it. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to the ref when the play over with. Yeah. But then he got hurt, so I and the, 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 now you got to put twenty one in. And that's that's drastic. So not only we you mentioned uh, somebody mentioned slot corner, but now we got to worry about the outside corner too. Yep. Because you know he he my age and he ain't coming back soon, Peters. Yeah, he's done. So, 
way he was walking on that. Until his last game as a Raven. Possibly. Definitely possibly. But um that's what I mean. I think I think Kyle has gotten a lot better from that, that Dolphins game. And the Dolphins game will always be the bar because he was he was basically he basically powered the comeback himself. And um he's playing better. Jalen Norman Davis missing in action. Um Pepe missing in action. I'm just going down that, that draft hint though that we, you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll start at the top. Hamilton, not 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 14 value, but okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Linda Bum is, is, I think, is going well and above and beyond what I thought he was going to be with those, what the, what the issue was, the short hands or short arms or whatever they said it was. Yeah. Uh, Ojabo, you know, had this miraculous punt return debut. So, <laughs> <laughs> I leave it incomplete there. Travis has been meh. Not first round, Travis. That's not first round. Just, just, just say he's been bad. That's fine. Somebody said he was first round talent, got in the third round. I, I thought so. I thought so too. I'm not. I, I could be wrong. You know, I don't mind being wrong. I, I mean, I wasn't talking about you, coach. You always say that. Now nah, I know you'd be talking about me because you said. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't wanna, oh, no, no. He, he's he's in the chat. He actually made a video, but I don't want to call my man out. He's in the he's in the chat. He made a video about it. Okay. He said we got he said we got thir- we got three first round talents. Yeah, I, I thought Travis was that guy too. I really did. Um, and not just because of the Connecticut stuff too. Kind of how he held his own at Senior Bowl too. But I, you know, I could be wrong. Falele, another draft pick I like, but he just ain't ready yet. Um, Jalen Davis, we talked about. Kohler is in the same boat with Ojabo. We don't know if he's Bigfoot or Andy Isabella, or we don't know what he is. <laughs> Likeness monster. <laughs> right. Jordan Stout, who I thought could punt at 80 yards, can only punt at 80 yards when nobody's around. Um, Likely's been okay. For a fourth round guy, likely yeah, been okay. I like him. <laughs> Pepe we talked about, and then Batty is on the milk carton with um, Andy Isabella. So it's a whole crew of guys that are missing from the castle. So Eric DaCosta, we need you guys to put out an APB for Tyler Batty, Obey to have you say it, Charlie Kohler, and Andy Isabella. Find those guys, and maybe we can at least get six yards out of them. Hmm. So that's like, what, five guys that you mentioned from that class who just don't even play, right? Ojabo, mm-hmm. uh Williams, Davis, Batty. Uh, Kohler, and Beatty. Mm-hmm. Why y'all keep holding picks? Why don't you right. move up and get a player who can make a difference? That's look again, and, I, 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 and and that's why every week I have to give Eric DaCosta an F, right? Because because it always comes down to what we don't <clears throat> have on this team. Shout out to our guy Sonny from SCG Sports, man. I saw him tweet out, man, we got to bench uh, Devin Duvernay. Who you gonna bench him for? <laughs> Right. right. Yeah, he said. He said. He said. He said crochet and bring. Who y'all? Who y'all hey. for? <laughs> <laughs> Take this out. Let's we'll story time real quick. So we, we're playing in my hometown, and and a friend of mine is the head coach. I'm uh, OC and um, receivers coach. And so our, our quarterback, he goes out there and basically call his own play. And so I'm on the sideline, fired up. Get it, man! Coach, coach, look down there. Who else we gonna put in? <laughs> I say, okay. The value of, of self awareness, right there. <laughs> they can't miss me. We want to clap it up. <laughs> I do what I want to. Who else they gonna put in? Well, you know, and and you know, it's like somebody mentioned. Uh, uh, they're already projecting Baltimore to draft a corner next year in the first round, right? Like mm-hmm. we've been saying that all season that you know Marcus Peters is going to be out. They're going to draft a corner. So you're already saying, hey, you know. 
not really expecting too much out of Brandon Stevens and and Pepe and and Davis, right? right? And I just don't, I just don't get the point of it. It's like it's almost like he's playing fantasy football in the offseason. Because like when I play fantasy football, I I, I know yeah I, I love drafting guys. That's the best part of it, right? <laughs> I draft as many guys as I can. It doesn't it doesn't matter if they can play or not. I love picking the players. Yeah, yeah. But that's not how you do it on a real team. Right, you have to draft guys who fit into your roster and who are actually going to play. A couple of years ago, when they drafted Sean Wade, like we did our, our draft show. As soon as they picked him, we're like, he's getting cut. Yep. Mm-hmm. No chance he makes this team. Like, what's yep. the point of that? Yep. What was the point of drafting Ben Mason? No chance he makes the team. Why? Family. Ben Mason family. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know that one. But I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, I, I don't. I don't want to bring the all our connections up all the time. That's that's embarrassing enough for the organization without me mm-hmm. saying it every week. Right. But they they don't. They don't have any idea how to put the team together. I know we haven't officially gone on to the the front office or anything yet, but he gets an F. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's let's move the banner then. Let's go on. To, and it says coaching, but this is coaching and um just the upper level people. Everybody above the players. That's what this the, is. The castle. The castle. The castle. Right. Right. So go ahead, go and continue your point, B. Uh yeah, so EDC gets an F. Like he's done a, just a God awful job uh, because you do have somebody on the team who is a generational talent. I've been saying it for the past few shows. We've been on Lamar, maybe one of the most talented uh, quarterbacks the league has ever seen, and they have done absolutely nothing with him. Uh, so he gets an F for sure. And obviously, you know, Greg Roman, he gets an F, but John Harbaugh gets an F minus for not for just allowing him to be Greg Roman and then pretending he has nothing to do with it. Uh, you don't throw the ball 30 times when you're averaging over eight yards a carry. You have your, your running back averaging or your lead back averaging almost a first down every time he touches it. And the other team only scored 13 points. You, you need to put together two drives and you didn't have, you wouldn't have to throw the ball once. Mm-hmm. You could hand the ball to JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards all the way down the field two two separate points in the game and you win yeah. uh but they said we're gonna do it greg's way so if i'm not mistaken we get to like the six or the 16 or something like that and we get six yards on the first down pass mm-hmm. and we had we run off three straight uh no, yeah three straight pass three more passes right after that you get six yards on the first down then you don't attempt to run it second third or fourth hmm. i wonder who that's on Go ahead, Jose. I was ready to give Greg Roman <laughs> uh, a, a solid B plus. Woo! Watching that, watching that game. Because look, I grade on the curb, and look, <laughs> make sure Greg you put Roman, it out there first. I grade it, I grade it on the curb, right? Yeah. And I've been saying this whole time, Greg Roman is not a real complete offensive coordinator, right? Like he can't. Yo, your boy Vach, shout out to Vach. I heard him say it one time. He was, he was saying it about uh, the the Dallas coordinator. Uh, <laughs> Kellen Moore. Moore. He said he can call plays, but he can't coordinate. Mm. Right. Um, mm. And, mm. and yeah, 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 yeah. So that that that's Greg Roman. That's that's his first problem. He can't coordinate. Uh, but he also he, he just don't know how to how to how to call passing plays. Like he just that's just not his thing. But what I saw yesterday, the running plays were great. And and he was doing it without Lamar. But that, right? the running plays that are great when like I said, when I when I bring this this tape out. It's like the same two, three plays, but they work. Look, look. I'm saying, but the, the, it's more so the guys executing it than than him because he's there, there's no creativity. It might be a different formation, look. but the, that five up front doing the same thing. 
But that's why I said I was ready to, right? I was ready to. <laughs> you didn't let it finish. We made it on the curb. If 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 I'm running three plays and mm-hmm. the defense isn't stopping it, and I keep running, say, hey, we're gonna keep doing this until you stop it, and they can't stop it, you get an A from me. Okay. That I mean, that's what the smart coaches do. We're gonna run this play until you stop it, and then we'll give you another look. If you can't stop it, maybe we're just gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And the Browns could not stop it. Every time we run those plays. It's just, I don't know. I mean, he's just up the field for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. But then once we get to the red zone, then it's just like, I don't know what we do here. Should we give it to Pat Ricard? Should we try to go for this? What will what, what we doing? It's you just forget what to do. In the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of saying, look, we're going to keep just, just keep running the same plays, mm-hmm. you know, over and over. Um, so it all fell apart. It all fell apart. So I'm not going to give him an F minus. I'm not going to give him an F. I'm giving him an F plus. That's just for Greg Roman. But overall, John Harbaugh gets an F minus minus. I can't stand this man. I cannot stand him. And then he has the nerve to go in front of uh, the press, right? The press conference in front of these reporters and have an attitude with us, right? With with have attitude with the fans, have yeah, an attitude to go back with, to the, the, end with of the, the reporters. Yeah, you know, Should like out like, of the bar and talk. Yeah, yeah. Know. <laughs> you I'm know, going like, back to the end of the ball as soon as we log off. You don't know how hard it is to score six points in this league. It's crazy. It's tough. You know? It's tough to get two scores. Tom, oh, I, you know, I, I, I like, I like my quarterback. I like our guys. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see. He said, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what happened on that uh, delay of game. Right? Yeah. You don't remember? I remember. I remember we had two minutes to get down the field with three timeouts. And you said, let's drain this clock, baby, so our, our field goal kicker can go out there and try to get us three points instead of trying to get touchdowns, wow. right? I saw I saw us call a timeout and just stand around like, what do we do? Oh, we got to run a play. Uh, can we call another timeout? No, we can't call another timeout. Delay a game. You don't know what happened right there? You don't, you don't remember that? I remember, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I mean we, we get the first down, we call another timeout, and then we just – we pick up a couple more yards just to just to trot out Justin Tucker because laziness, right? It's laziness. They never intended with two full minutes and three timeouts. They never intended to try to score a touchdown. Their 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 goal on that drive was always to settle for a field goal because they trust Justin Tucker, right? Mm-hmm. When Lamar's in the game, they trust Lamar, and it's always on those two, the people that they really tr- trust, to make something happen. But when those guys aren't available, they they don't know what to do. It's it's pure laziness. So yeah, F, F minus minus for Harbaugh. You <laughs> know, oof. Um, Greg Roman, I'm gonna give Greg Roman a C. Um, I know a lot of people are uh, mad. Santa Hendo out this week. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holidays. <laughs> and once I've said this, and I've said it before. Um, you can't, I mean, you can, but you can't fault a man for being who he is. And then you're going to make me the highest paid, pl- highest paid person to be me. So you keep giving me contracts. You keep giving me raises to be who I am. Now, you as my boss, you allow this to happen. You go over the game plan with me throughout the week, and you say, yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, they're the worst run defense in 22 years? Let's throw the ball. I agree with you. So what am I supposed to do? But be myself. I'm limited intellectually so i just go out do what i do you pay me to do it you bring me back to do it other teams are going to hire me to do the same bs so i give him a c just for staying in the nfl 
I guess. Yeah, uh, for self-preservation. <laughs> for it survival. ain't even self-preservation because I'm sure when John Harbaugh called him, he was like, what? You want me? I just lost to y'all. Well, I mean, you know, he, yeah, he was already there. He was there with Morningwig, but he was like, "Yeah, I just lost to y'all in the Super Bowl. Uh, you want me to come over?" I well, yeah, he, he got fired from Buffalo. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's we got true. we got him from Buffalo. So. Uh, yeah, the second game of the season. So I give him that. Eric Acosta, he gets a triple F. Um, none of his drafts have really panned out or brought anybody of significance except for Lindenbaum. Hollywood Brown, he's gone. Um, John Harbaugh, I think he may be the biggest culprit because even though we don't like EDC, I think a lot of the power comes from Harbaugh. A lot mm-hmm. of decision-making is geared towards the kind of team that he wants. Because I don't think that EDC following after Ozzy is going to sit here and be like, well, I, I, I can't draft all quiet boys, can I? I can't get all these nice guys. I need somebody that can actually play, but I think he's trying to fit the mold of the team that John Harbaugh wants to construct. I read something that said um, after the Super Bowl, Harbaugh got more control over player personnel. He did. And I'm sure he got like a little notch up, but then when when it switched from Ozzy to Eric, he kind of stepped in and made that notch a a lot bigger than it it, it was. That's because kind of bullied himself into a bigger role in, in, in personnel. Yeah, that's because I have experience and you don't. Mm-hmm. You are an assistant GM. I've always been a head coach. So, you know, he took that opportunity to jump in and make certain decisions because, you know, we wouldn't draft Ben Mason in the fifth round right. if it wasn't for him and his connection. So, right. for, and for Harbaugh, I just, you know, for me, I just think that he's clueless as to what's going on. You know, he just gets a, a idiot grade. Um, he's wow. He's alienated with the fan base. He's alienated with the press. Because now people are starting to, to see past that ruse. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're starting to see past the, oh, I got to check the film. Uh, we got to keep stacking. We got to do it. The reporter was like, yo, we making any changes? And I was surprised that he asked, like, yo, what are we doing about this offense? Right. And he kind of said, oh, we're not talking about that right now. Well, what do you think the problem is, John? Uh, we got to find a way to pass better. Well, we've known that since last year. August, September, September. October, November, December. And he's still talking. You, you don't, don't go, don't go by months. Don't go by months, coach. You go by years with that. But that's, but that's facts. 18, <laughs> that is, that is 19, facts. 20, 21. <laughs> but what I'm going to say is you either coaching it or you allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. Still on you either way. But he can't coach. So my, my thing with Harbaugh is no coach knows it all. If you have like a specialty, that's kind of your specialty. Like you're mm-hmm. an offensive guy, you're an offensive guy, you're a defensive guy, you're a defensive guy. In his case, he's a special teams guy. You still have to take accountability as the guy when stuff don't go right. That's what I don't like about it because no team's going to be perfect. No team's going to win every game and beat people 100 to zero. But when stuff go wrong, say it's on me and we'll fix it. Don't start set lining stuff up to throw people on the bus. Like, you you know, it, with the receivers, he was like, well, some people got to, you know, run the right routes the right way. And, you know, we got to not drop the ball. So you got to say all that. Right. My bad, my team, we gonna fix it. Now, once you got that person in a meeting or you one on one, then you can kind of you know nitpick the different things. But as a as a as a man and as a coach, you gotta come out and take the blame. Because when they win, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the, the credit when they win. But coach, I'm not I'm not I'm no longer accepting that that excuse. You know, we say Harbaugh's a special teams coach, he's been a head coach for 15 years. So for 15 oh, I, I'm trying to make it, not I'm you, not no, no, not you. 
not talking about you. I'm we, not, we, not talking we, about you. We in general, just I mean, even me, we we always go with well, he's a special teams coach. He doesn't know offense. He doesn't know defense. But him as the head coach over 15 years, it is your no, job now to learn a little bit about the offense, learn a little bit about the defense. And if you have not, you're naive. Right. A lot bit. A lot bit. I mean, yeah. he, he needs to at least hear something called and be like, oh, that shit ain't going to change it. Hey, yeah. no, run something else. Yeah. He needs at least better to do that. And I don't think he even attempts to. You don't have He's, to. He only says, yes, go for it or no punt. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to know the play calls. Once you see Greg Roman start throwing the ball consistently, when we've been running the ball down their throats, we get, run here, coach. we get no, we get no J.K. Dobbins in the fourth quarter. We get one uh, Gus Edwards running the fourth quarter. I don't need to know the playbook to say what are you doing. Right, fix it. Yeah, and and I I hope I hope those two guys are on pitch counts. Because if they are not, there's no excuse for them not to get carries in the fourth quarter. Then can you? They only got twenty. Game? They only got twenty carries. Like, that's where I was going to go. They only got twenty carries a piece. You should Drake should have been active. He's in a doghouse. I told you y'all. Know, I told you y'all. That one play that you got in exchange for Kenny Drake. The fumble. <laughs> no, he's no, talking no, about, he's no, about no, the special team. He's talking about the special teams guy. I mean, they, <laughs> they they were so active. They were so active to to make this wide receiver core worse. They actively made this wide receiver core worse. Right. And they just, you know, they just thumbed their nose up at at Everybody that said, "Hey, you gotta go get a wide receiver." You gotta go get a wide receiver. God damn, John Harbaugh's Matt Rule was a generational talent. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's not like come around here, man. That's not that's not that bad. Sheesh, shots. <laughs> um, but no, He's like fired, Matt Rule. That that's why. But that that's why I I, I give him F minus minus because you you want the team. This is this is how you wanted the team. This isn't injuries that's going on right here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't because of injuries. It's because you said, "Hey, uh, we think Duvernay can 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 be a step up." Hey, we like Proche. We like Tyler Walls. We like you know all of our tight ends that we drafted, right? Like this, we like our guys. That's what we all hear, hear him say. We like our guys. So then, don't go around and and point fingers. Mm-hmm. Hey, they gotta they gotta do this. They gotta step up. You know they can't. You got practice squad players out there. Right. You know what? You know they can't do it. But you didn't care because you know you're not you know. You didn't want wide receivers that worried about their stats. You didn't want wide receivers that, that want to go out there and make plays. You want a guys that can block and be just good enough, right? But just good enough is not good enough in today's NFL. Nope. Not at all, man. And again, with, with the ownership, I think and y'all have said it before. As long as people come into the game and he making money, he don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. He don't care. He got two. Was he the owner for the first Super Bowl? No. No. No, he got, he was a minority he got, owner, right? Yes, he was. He was a minority he, he, he owner. Armadale was a majority owner. He got that Super Bowl, so he's you know he can be a Super Bowl winning owner forever as long as his team making money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, why would I you know spend money to go over the cap like every winning team does when you still gonna come to my games anyway? Yeah. You still gonna buy merch anyway? Yeah. But and I'm not a millionaire. I don't claim to be. Don't know if I know enough about money to be one. But if you keep eight on your team, he's probably gonna make you some more money. <laughs> Whatever you pay him, he's probably gonna make you three times that. How about that, coach? He's gonna get you on prime time. He's gonna have your team constantly in the spotlight. Yep. He's gonna have guys going. He's gonna have that LeBron effect. Guys will want to come play with him. Mm-hmm. But it has to be an environment to cultivate that first. Mm-hmm. So, 
they get an F all around for me. Coaching, um, I, I well, I'm gonna give little Mikey, he's anything. I give him a, a, a C minus, mm-hmm. I give him a C minus, but the, the offensive coaching is, is bad. I, I again, I want to get into and I and I called out, and he probably ain't hearing, but I'm just saying, I called out the O line coach, and he got his crap together mm-hmm. for the most part. Oh. He got his crap together. And, and shout out to you, I saw that video on uh Steve Saunders that you did. Oh, yeah, the real, the um, real ops. Yeah, yep. the real ops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, that's 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 another minus that you add to John Harbaugh's F because mm-hmm. yeah. even when he knows there's a problem, he's just defiant. No, you're not gonna tell me to fire my guys. I'm gonna keep my guys even though they're hurting the team. He is hurting the team. Yeah. Yeah, I give John Harbaugh an A as far as friend being a friend. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a great friend. <laughs> he, 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 he definitely listens to Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> we need people like that in our lives. Jeez. Uh, he's a generational friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with you that being Chris. said, that's that's going to yeah, Chris. Oh, my Chris. bad. I'm sorry. Chris, come on, Chris. Um, yeah, I mean, just the whole offensive thing, like Harbaugh saying – we started passing because when you run the ball, the clock runs out. It's like, what kind of <laughs> dumb shit is that? Like, what are you talking about? Like, the run game that's working, like, you're scared. I don't – it just – it doesn't make sense. And it's like he keeps coming back week after week saying the same things. Like, yep. when it was the clock stuff, mm-hmm. the stuff about the clock. <laughs> yeah, we know we're going we're going to work it out. We're going to get to it. And it still happens. With the passing game, we're going to go back. We're going to look at it. We're going to improve it. That's our main goal is improving the passing game. It ain't much to improve off what we saw. <laughs> and, it, and it's not like we could just put this on Huntley because it was like this when Lamar was here. It's just Lamar was making magic. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's just stubbornness, uh, stupidity, like to just keep doing this over and over again. And for you to just go out and be like, you know, this is this is what we got. Like, this is who we are. It just it doesn't make sense. Like, why would you not want to improve that? Like, I understand the whole running the ball, whatever. All right, cool. But if your wide receivers are going to have limited opportunities, just like in the running back room a few years ago when J.K. was a rookie, he was getting limited touches, but he was maximizing those touches. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you want to get wide receivers who can maximize those limited reps that they're going to have instead of a pro shape who's not going to maximize those. It, it just doesn't make sense. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's dumb. Like, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating as hell because you see it not working and you see, you see the same things in the, in the post game uh, uh, press conferences. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, something's got to give like in the off season, I don't know if they if they you know tied down to to having John Harbaugh as a coach, but something has got to change, and he cannot be in charge of hiring whoever the next OC is, mm-hmm. if they even you know they even go that route because the way we're thinking is not the way they're thinking. Right. So they might be like, "Hey, we got to bring." Let's bump up the quarterback coach. Yeah, like for real. No, like that's that's really how they think about this stuff. So I just hope that they do that what they did with Gary Kubiak and they bring in an outside guy Mm -hmm. who can who's not a hand picked John Harbaugh dude. 
outside guy who can maximize Lamar's. Just, uh, just, just do what you're supposed to do. Advertise for the job. Let the people you know apply. Pick the best five. Interview them. Yeah. It's that simple. Instead of just because mm-hmm. what happens a lot of times in the NFL, they'll call guys they want. Mm-hmm. And you know, somebody has to know somebody to get a guy to call somebody. And that's kind of what the boat we in now. We didn't even really make the calls. We was like, um, you know, let's let's give let's give a little Mikey this one year coordinator at Michigan, see if he can do it. Then I bring him right back. All right, send him on down. And that we just we passing off Michigan and 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 uh, Ravens <laughs> players like like I mean coaches like coaches, players. Yep. So this is all and then you add Stanford in the mix. I you know I that connection got even deeper when I realized about you know Jim and Stanford and the people that work mm-hmm. there. So but uh um, so somebody said we're being too hard on, on hardball, but it's like there's a certain standard that you have to have. You know, the Ravens, they're not trying to be average they're trying to win the super bowl mm-hmm. or that's what we think i mean when you have a quarterback like lamar you're trying to win the super bowl yeah yep. and so that's the standard that we have to have and when you have a, a lamar jackson offensive led team the offense should not look the way that it has for the season for the you know consistently for the season it should not look that way and that's on john harbaugh because this is his guy that he put in place Mm-hmm. And these are the problems that he's seen over the last couple of years, and there hasn't been any changes made to it. That's why we're harsh on him. And we're gonna continue to be harsh on him because he is the head. He's mm-hmm. the head coach. He's the the game manager. He's the he everything good or bad, my bad, falls back on him. Right. And sometimes, I- and sometimes it it literally is not his fault, but because he wears that hat, he what gets is- the blame. What is that? I think it. I think it's pretty consistent with his fault. Well, I mean, coaching in general. Sometimes the coach may not have an issue. Well, he may not be able to stop what went on. Oh, you mean like just any coach in general? You mean mean like like, healthy organization that's run properly? Uh, Like Chris is saying, you know, they're not thinking the way that we're thinking, and and it's true. And I hate to say it because you know, there's different ways to win in the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. And, And you know, you can have different opinions, but the way Baltimore thinks is wrong. (laughs) Uh, they're out there looking for running backs who could convert to corners and maybe play safety they're out there looking for edge rushers who can drop back in coverage they're out there looking for offensive linemen who can run block instead of pass block they're out there looking for wide receivers who can block instead of run routes and catch yeah Uh, what what about age guys that can't get on the field they look (laughs) (laughs) they they're they're pretty they're pretty adept at finding those guys punish they can't punt that too now. I wouldn't have said that three months ago, but you I'm on board with you now, Hendo. I ain't I wouldn't listen to that first. They're just they're they're out there trying to outsmart everybody and they're not smarter than the other people running these other teams. Right. And that's and I'm and, and I'm not being I'm not like Hendo and Chris. I'm not calling out I'm not calling them stupid. All right. Them I'll stupid. just I'll just be harsh tonight, but I'm just saying they're not, they're not smarter than you know, they're they're not significantly right. smarter than everybody else. Who's doing this? And but they think they are. And he he walks around with that air of arrogance. But my thing is, I don't care what coach you are in NFL. How is it 15 years later? You still don't know clock management. We had the same issue with Flacco when it comes to, to, to the two-minute offense trying to score, they take their time. They're lollygagging to the line of scrimmage. It's no yeah. sense of urgency, and that falls on the head coach. Yeah. Like, how do you not know when to take a timeout? Don't tell me that there was a, a problem with the headset 
because you got a, a, a delayed game penalty after a timeout. This isn't the first time that this has happened. No, I, I'll say this about clock management. I mean, look, no, no. getting the plays in and everything—that's that's a that's a Baltimore problem. It used to be a Carolina problem too. Like that's that's specific. They got to fix that. But every coach in the league is bad at clock management, right? And and at some point, you got to be like, are they all bad at it, or is it just way harder than it seems sitting at home <laughs> to, to know to know when to call the timeout? Right? It probably like, is, but again, they get paid for that. Yeah. Well, and, and this was the problem is they were coming out of a timeout and then got a delay a game penalty. That's the problem. Like, what the yeah, hell? You didn't like, have to play ready? <laughs> so like, how would they, they had a timeout? What do you mean? You could have walked in walk timeouts in like three, four minutes. <laughs> you could have walked from the press box and gave gave the quarterback the play <laughs> and walked back, back up and you would have still had time. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But I, I, I will do this, and 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 um, Will reminded me of it today. We didn't do special teams, and this is probably gonna be a first time mm. that we give our special teams an F. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Jay Tuck. I was trying to not mention you. I, I, I thought about him earlier. Right. I was like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not gonna say nothing. Okay, why don't we? Why don't we just punt that one to 2023? <laughs> <laughs> Jose, what you got? Yeah, F and and B said it right. This is why you can't play for field goals because yes, Justin Tucker is as close to automatic as it gets, but he's not automatic. He's a human being, and mm-hmm. he he can have games like that. Yep. That was a that was a terrible series. That's the that's the that's the series that stuck out in my mind. That whole game is we have all these timeouts. We got time on the clock, and you drain the clock to settle for a field goal, and we miss it. I'm like, we got what we deserved right there, you know. Um, yeah, he just had an off day. You know, you know, great players have off days. That's all it is. But yeah, I mean, you miss a field goal. The block, the block field goals. You know, it's it's hard to put that on the kicker. Um, but you still missed it, and you know, it didn't really help out help us out that, that game. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll go with the D there. Like, I don't want to. I don't really want to downgrade Justin Tucker. Like, he he comes through every single time. And when anything at all goes wrong, unlike Jonathan, he stands up and says, "This is this game is on." I've never mm-hmm. seen a kicker say, "This game is on me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we all know that's not it's, true. It's, it's, right. a, it's a joke, right? Yeah. But so I don't, I don't really want to go that go too hard on, on on Justin. But you know, yeah, you you had the missed field goal, you had the block field goal, so it wasn't great. Uh, we'll we'll go with the D plus sir. Okay. I'll take for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Hendo. I'm going to give him an F. I mean, listen, I'm not faulting Justin Tucker for the two missed field goals. It happens. And we shouldn't expect a kicker to be the savior of our, of our team. Now, I only give them an F because Devin Duvernay is not looking like an all pro at all. His decision making has gone down. He He's looking hesitant when running the ball, like he just doesn't look like himself. And I don't know if it's the added pressure of being a starting wide receiver in the NFL, which some of us don't think that he is, but it's just that overall special teams is not doing their job. Even the beginning of the game, if it wasn't, if it weren't for a penalty, you know, they broke a little long run to start the game off. Yep. So special teams just hasn't been what it's been under John Harbaugh. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. I, I give it a, a D it would have been an F, but it's a legacy grade for Justin Tucker, so he kind of gets some of that leeway. Um, but, you know, like everybody said, you know, he's human. He's he's not going to make every single kick. Like, that's just impossible. But, um, 
you know, get them out the way now. Like that, that's the way I see it. Get them out yeah. the way in the in the mm-hmm. regular season. And but um, yeah, like you know, Hendo was just saying with Duvernay is he doesn't look like himself. You know, last year, those times that he would get those opportunity to bring opportunities to bring the ball out, he'd be getting 30, 35, 40 yards. Now he's barely getting back to the twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So it's something's got to give. I don't know what's up with him, but I don't know if he's in his head. I I don't know what's up with him, but hopefully he can snap out of it because you know they they're going to need him for the you know the, that's valuable. Those that field position is so valuable, especially when you got a, a an offense that can't move the ball that isn't consistent. Mm-hmm. If you can win that that uh field position game, that'll be so huge for you and your shitty offense. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, I think that about covers everybody. Um, as far as the, the any news, nothing new has come out that I've seen. I think that's, I think Lamar's going to play Saturday. I don't know if anybody else has heard anything different. So let me ask this question. I'm glad you said that, Hendo. Get in and be one and done, or just don't make it and get a higher pick? It depends if Lamar plays. If Lamar is going to play, I want him to get in mm-hmm. just for his just for his resume. Mm-hmm. And and listen, as bad as we look, I look, most likely we, we wouldn't win, but he does give us a sliver of hope just because he's a great player. Yeah. And it will make it watchable, right? If he's in there. Now, if he decides, hey, you know, this ain't looking good, I'm gonna go ahead and sit this out. <laughs> then we can go ahead and, and start looking at our, you know, putting our draft board together and and you know, looking towards the offseason. I don't want to see, I want to see Anthony Brown or Tyler Huntley leading this this team in the in the playoffs. Gotcha, gotcha, Chris. Um, I mean, yeah, I would I would rather if Lamar is healthy, of course, I would rather than be in the playoffs. Uh, just because, you know, it all it takes is for them to get hot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it takes. And with Lamar, we've seen crazy things happen. If Joe Flacco could do it, I think Lamar can do it as well. Even though Joe Flacco did have Bolden, he had Torrey, he had Jacoby. Mm-hmm. But Rice. L- Lamar, Dennis is, Lamar is a guy who I, I think could carry a team when, when he's hot, when he's locked in. He mm-hmm. can carry a team. Yeah, I agree. Hendo? Yeah, I want Lamar to sit out the rest of the year until the playoffs. I I, I want him to come back to just to see how far he can take this team. Now, uh, hold on, can we win a game with with the other guys though? I think with the other teams playing, with New England and, and the Jets playing, I don't think we really have to. I think they're going to play themselves out of the playoffs. I mm. think we have like a ninety six percent chance of being in it right now. I think that's what it was last year too. <laughs> so, but if we, if, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that sounds eerily familiar. Like, all we need is one more win. <laughs> so, if we, but my thing is, if we, even without Lamar, if we can't beat Atlanta, do we really need deserve to go? If we but can't, it, but I'm saying, if if Lamar doesn't play, there's a possibility that we can be beat because we can't score with three points. I, I think if Lamar doesn't play, we're going to have to revisit this list of worst wide receivers that you, me, and Chris put together, right? <laughs> this is this is, this is, going this, this to, is the, the two bottom teams right here. 
Yeah. Plus in the, in the um they're playing, they're playing for the title. Right. The K, the, the, the K is Olamide, Ol, Ol, you know, we we, we yeah. watching you, bro. Right. And you, he, he the X Factor. <laughs> so. yeah, but, I mean, but I mean, if we make it, I, I want I want to see Lamar play. I want to see how far he can take this team. Mm-hmm. Unlike Chris, yes, Lamar can get as hot as fish grease in the South, but this offense ain't going nowhere near to a Super Bowl title. I, mean, what, what, I know this, you know, not technically not your team, but if it was, would you rather sit out or try to make a run? Oh, you have you got the, the guy at quarterback, so you want to make the playoffs and see what you can do. Uh, in terms of the rest of the regular season, I don't know all of the uh, like the tiebreakers and everything like that, but you need to navigate your way to staying right where the hell you are because Tennessee is probably the only team in this field you can beat. <laughs> yeah. uh, as of right now. Man. If we win Saturday, we pretty much in. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah, much. you want. I'm saying you want to stay in that fifth seed because right now oh, yeah, they're yeah. scheduled to play the, to go to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think they'll eat Ryan Tannehill alive. Uh, yeah. That that defense, and then you know you just got to put up however many points you can put up. Right. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't want to see them against Cincinnati, Miami, Kansas City, Buffalo. Basically, you know, two weeks in a row. Yeah, that that's a that's a much much harsher. Uh, reality there uh but re- either way you know if Lamar Jackson's healthy you know you there, there's no reason to tank you've got the guy you go and, and and you try to win as many games as you can win yeah gotcha 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 so that's that's where we we'll are with it and before we give the outros do I have an intro outro um let me just take this off in one second while I'm taking this off there is a pin coming at the top and if you click it, it takes you to my other channel called More Sip the Talent, where you can see, uh, I think I just put out a video about Pat Mahomes. I did one about the 49ers and their scary defense. I just talk about other NFL teams, not the Ravens, because I know as, as a consumer, I go to certain channels looking for certain things. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to a Ravens channel, and then it's full of every other NFL team. If, I, if there's a Ravens channel, I'm going to come in and find Ravens channel. So I branded that channel as for the other 31 teams, so that's what that is. So if you want just regular football content, it's over there at More Sip Italian. So please um, go over there and hit that subscribe button for me. I'd appreciate it. Now, to get everybody's outro, we'll start with um, you, Chris. Where they can find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris Just Joking. Um, you could also follow me on uh, the Deep Cover Pod. Uh, we try to release an episode every week or so. <laughs> <laughs> a big emphasis on that so part <laughs> but uh we've been pretty consistent so um check us out all right hendo you can find me on youtube at ravens online on gatekeepers after every ravens game um we also have audio podcasts that you can find wherever you get your audio podcast from you can also find me on instagram and twitter at our gatekeepers and also every friday at noon you can catch me with my man mr galloway on electric relaxation with mr galloway talking all things hip-hop that um so jose you do y'all general thing but i'm gonna let b go first so he can talk, he can do, he can let us know about Mikey stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikey's I got OTR Mike. Uh, he has his own podcast called Open Mic with o- OTR Mike that comes out every was it Monday? Monday at five a.m. Uh, so head over to his his YouTube channel, hit subscribe. He's OTR. He's at OTR underscore Mike on Twitter. 
uh who was it otr mike underscore on ig i believe yes yeah uh and yeah you, you know subscribe hit the like button and if you happen to be an audio only listener make sure you leave a five uh star review that helps with discovery and everything like that yeah we did a pop-up uh live stream last night um talking about um it was very actually very interesting i didn't even know this the um the nfl owners had a meeting about the 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 loss how much money they've they've lost on fired head coaches over these last uh couple, couple five years five years oh, five, 800, yeah. 800 million dollars wow. is what they've paid out yes yes so uh yeah go check that out <laughs> you all know, know know more about that but yes me and brodney are the lunch break hot take we do a live stream every wednesday night at 7 15 p.m eastern time we follow that up with the overtime show that, that you can find on patreon.com slash lbht show um and every now and then we do a, a live stream after after ravens and, and or panthers games um and uh you can also check out our other channel you see this uh crown this this boxing glove with the crown behind me that is for ring kings podcast um we put out a, a episode every monday or so ish right we've got you know we're kind of like chris with with that one <laughs> uh, but we did a live stream for for um for the teofimo lopez fight the bud crawford fight and the frank martin fight this past weekend so um uh check out that live stream uh, we just did that yesterday um and you can follow us on twitter instagram Facebook and TikTok at LBHT show and also for the Ring Kings pod, it's at Ring Kings Pod. For, for those that assume that was too much, you can just go down into the uh com- not the comment section in the more info section mm-hmm. and just click the link. Everybody's pinned and tagged down there. So whichever one you don't follow, don't don't feel like you gotta remember all these names. Just just go to the to the more info section of this video, click either name that you don't follow, it'll take you right to that page and do so. Can I say you people? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I was uh politely advised to mention that this Friday at 11:15 p.m. you can find myself and OTR Mike on Late Night with Suge Knight on Suge's channel, Suge Knight 323. Gotcha. Gotcha. That is Friday night hangout. And this, this what you're watching right now. If you're an audio listener, right? We, we got the audio version of this out. So. Leave a five star review for Sip Two Tally Films. Indeed. All right. And once again, click that pin link, man. Takes two seconds. We need to get at least 500 here. You need to get, you need to get 500. You guys, mm-hmm. you guys support us strong, man. Uh, what's better than Sip Two Tally Films? More, More Sip, Sip Two Tally Films. All right. <laughs> so go over there, hit subscribe. It takes right. two seconds. Anybody else got parting shots? That's hey, so. We will make this announcement. This is the last roundtable of 2022. Obviously, you know, Christmas is next week. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everybody just needs to spend that time with their family. And, you know, Flock Nation, you are family, but the, our blood family and friends need need our love around that time of the year. So, but we will be back. We at least got one episode <laughs> in 2023. At least one. Yes. Maybe two. When is the regular season in? Like the, the ninth, I think. Right on the ninth. Yeah. We might have two. The eighth, we might like at that. least have two in 2023 to start. Oh, we're gonna have more to talk about. Even if, we might have more. Oh, to talk yeah, about. we might. Don't make the playoffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking in terms of games, but we definitely gonna have more to, to see. But this is the last one of the year. So, um, on your way out, before you leave, if you have not done so, click the like button, 
Uh, if you come back and see it later, you know, we got some comments that about what we said, put it down there. And a lot of times it ain't just me going through the comments because if you don't like something, Hendo said, he'll see it and y'all have a conversation about it. Or if you do like something, say, you know, conversation, you know, conversation is a good thing because you can see other people's perspectives and they can see yours even if you don't agree. And that's right. just a good thing about the world in general if you take time to have a conversation with somebody. Indeed. So, on that note, man, we out. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with us for about an hour and 44 minutes, which is great time. And again, share this the um, on Apple Podcasts and other podcasting places. We'll be out probably within two hours or so, but you guys will see it in the morning because normally I tweet out the, the podcast on my way to work. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to work tomorrow. So who knows what time nice. you get up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Benefits of teaching. Indeed. And on that note, we out, man. See y'all in 2023. Peace. Later. Peace. Peace.